Beneath the clothes, we find a man. And beneath the man, we find his nucleus. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Hispanard. Let's see. There's not much, by the way, of geek news uh, to talk about this week. I hope everybody, first off, had a great Christmas, and I hope that it was good food, good company, good cheer, and that you got at least one of the things that you were interested in getting me for myself as i get older i seem to be less and less interested in stuff and in getting things which you know if you were to look at my podcast slash art studio you would argue with me that that's not the case because i got a bunch of what i consider cool stuff but um it's all pretty eclectic, and it's something that I've collected here and there over time. And uh, so, you know, I still come across something that I think, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, in general, when it comes to asking for things, either for my birthday or for Christmas, uh, spending time with the family for Christmas is far better than, you know, receiving anything. And when it comes to something like a birthday, I prefer to take a drive or you know, go hit up my favorite bookstore, something like that. That seems more meaningful, you know, and hanging out with the wife and, uh, you know, just getting to do a, a mixture of things for the day. So <clears throat> I don't know if you're like me or, you know, if you're still in the, in the throes of getting cool stuff and, and that's what, you know, that's what really, uh, does it for you. But yeah, for me, it was just hanging out with the fam, eating, seeing, the larger part of the family later on in the day and, and hanging out with them. And <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, my apologies. My apologies. I really am over the gunk. I just have like this last itty bitty remaining uh, cough that I thought went away today, this morning, didn't have it all day long. But of course it pops up when, you know, I'm about to do my talking. That's when uh, it rears its ugly head. So I apologize for that. And, um, uh, if it comes up periodically while you're listening to this, but like I said, I hope everybody had a great time. I hope you guys are looking forward to the new year. Actually, that's exactly, there, there are a couple of geek things that I want to talk about, but one of the major things that I wanted to talk about was, uh, new year and new year resolutions, which I'm not a big fan of, uh, but I have been thinking that over and maybe, I don't know. Maybe I've changed my my mind a little bit on on one aspect of it. I I know that you know I never did them in the past. That I never participated in them. Whenever the new year would roll around and people would say, "Hey, so you know what are you committing to the new year?" I would I would say nothing. Like life is just gonna you know go on as it is. Uh, the new year doesn't has hasn't meant anything to me. You know, other than it 
reminds one that one is getting older and, you know, that we have the holidays behind us, something like that. But I wasn't particularly sentimental about uh, moving into a new year and attempting, you know, something new. I know that the cliche is new year, you get a, a gym membership that, you know, you use for like a month, you burn yourself out and then you don't go back or you, you say that you're going to stick to this diet. And then, you know, again, after a month or two, you fall off and then you go back to your old ways. <clears throat> uh, I think that's probably why I was never really interested in, um, the idea of a new year, new year resolution. Um, you know, cause I know myself and I know that I, have had a hard time with discipline and I've had a hard time with follow through and, um, sticking to, you know, commitments. So why put yourself in this mental anguish of doing that? And then, um, a few years ago, you know, I decided to make a, for lack of a better, you know, term, a lifestyle change in the way that I ate and in my lack of mobility. And I started to eat and eat less and eat better food, you know, and tried to be really careful about, um, the, the type of food that I purchased and started to work out, um, you know, running, lifting weights. Uh, that was, that was a new year resolution. And, and I stuck to it and got really phenomenal results, ended up losing 50 pounds, I think, um, is where I'm at so far. And it was a, a giant, uh, life change, you know, life changer for me, <clears throat> both in terms of how I feel and, um, how I look and, uh, you know, those, the, and, and also having like cardio which, you know, I, I used to have when I was a kid, when I was, uh, you know, when I was the couple of years that I went to college, um, I, I had cardio then, but I, I didn't really have anything to compare it to. So I took it for granted. So, you know, it wasn't until I lost all that and I lost strength and I lost, uh, you know, and I, I, I was eating terribly and just, in general, just always achy and, and not feeling good that when I recovered, you know, losing weight and cause I, I used to be lighter at one point in time in my life. And, um, but when I recovered that and recovered cardio that I used to have when I was, you know, a very young man, it, it was meaningful and significant. And I, had not realized what it was that I was missing. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, that was, uh, that was a, a good, a good one to make. And it also altered my brain chemistry in that I developed, you know, habits, uh, that have, it's been, it's coming up on three years now and, and I've developed habits that I've been able to maintain where I have far more self-control, far more discipline, far more structure than I used to have. So I, th I think that's why I've kind of turned the corner on that. You know, I, I would have 
if you'd asked me four years ago, three years ago, you know, what do you think about resolutions? I would be like, well, they're, they're a waste of time because <clears throat> I, you know, there's a part of me that thinks you should just do it whenever, you know, whenever that, uh, that brain spark, that realization, you know, oh, I've, I've got to do this, then you should do it then. You shouldn't wait for the new year. But I have, like I said, rounded a little bit of a corner and thinking, well, sometimes people need a starting line. You know, sometimes people don't. Sometimes people just wake up and they go, I'm going to change this about my life and they do it. But sometimes people need a date, you know, and they, and they, it's a, it's a way to commemorate the decision that they're making and it's a way to celebrate it when they come back around to it. You know, like an anniversary with a spouse or, you know, a loved one or, you know, your, your child being born, which is their birthday. Like these things are, they're meaningful and human beings need them. We need markers in our life in order to be able to move forward and, and to stick to something. And that is, we're, we're interesting creatures in that way where we mark the passage of time. I don't think there's any other uh, animal on the planet that does so. I could be wrong. They're discovering new things all the time about the various creatures on this planet. But as far as I'm aware, we're the only ones that keep time. We're the only ones that are aware of time. We're the only ones that mark time. And that is extremely meaningful for our you know, mental health and for the projects that we uh, decide to embark on. So. Yeah, dear listener, as this podcast comes to you before the new year, I want to encourage you that if you've been on the fence and you've been thinking about it, you know, about making a resolution and about it being a waste of time, I'm here to tell you, I, I don't think so anymore. I don't think it's a waste of time. I think you can have a lot of false starts every single year, but I think there's always a year where it's just going to stick. And when it sticks, you'll be infinitely, you know, better off and, and infinitely grateful to be able to look at a full year and look back and say, I did that, you know, I, all year long, I stuck to my commitment, whether I stumbled, whether I fell a little bit, you know, whether I had to be, uh, coax myself back on to the road, you know, multiple times, I I had a full revolution, you know, year revolution of the earth. And I, I was able to, <clears throat> to get this thing done. So yeah, I'm here to tell you I'm a, I'm a fan of resolutions, but man, I'm not a fan of this cough anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I made that decision a while ago. I've been sticking to it for the most part for the last three years, more, more for the most part than less, which has been, you know, has given me the opportunity to maintain a lower weight, has given me the opportunity not to be afraid to work out, to lift weights, to run whenever, you know, I'm physically capable of doing it when I'm not sick or when I have the time because there's not commitments to something else. So yeah, I, I recommend them. I also, um, I've realized that it's, if you talk about it, it becomes a really good way 
of staying accountable. And that was definitely one of the factors as well for when I came to that decision. And I think it's, it's one of the factors that I've realized for me personally that I need to attach, you know, uh, things like that to my life. I need to talk about them so that they get put out there, you know, uh, that other people know about them so that other people can ask about them so that I can have a reminder that I've committed to whatever the thing is. So <clears throat> with that in mind, I do want to talk about some of the things that I want to commit to this year. And I thought, what better way to, you know, to, to stick to that commitment than to talk about it here. Something that I can have on record that I can look back on, you know, and go, oh yeah. Like I, I did say that during this period of time where, you know, people that are, that listen to the show or to this podcast, rather not even a show, just to, to the podcast that they can remind me or ask me about it in the future. Um, <clears throat> so one of the, uh, one of the goals that I have this year is to, uh, work more for myself than for other people. Meaning, you know, I, I still have my job at Disney. I'm still a sketch artist. That that's not changing anytime soon, unless uh, you know another gig comes up and and I have the opportunity to do work for you know full time work for some other company, which I'm totally open to. But what I mean is uh, the time that I've spent the last few years doing freelance work, while that was meaningful and fun and stressful and opened up doors and gave me opportunities i didn't i didn't um what's the word here uh, I, you know i didn't take advantage of those times and didn't roll those opportunities over into more opportunities the way that i would have wanted to or the way that i would have um encouraged other people to it just you know, it's a fact of life that sometimes you just get stuck. Like you get an opportunity, but you don't know how to capitalize on more of an opportunity. And I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, running around and hustling and looking for work. I don't know that I'm necessarily, you know, a, a good, a good representation of that type of hustle or good at it. Um, and like I said, I'm not diminishing the things that I've done. I've, I've gotten opportunity to do some really cool stuff that I would never have imagined. Like one of the biggest ones was being invited to do Star Wars Galaxy, which was an exclusive um opportunity that was granted not not to, you know, not to every single artist that was a sketch card artist at the time for uh for Top slash Lucasfilm. <clears throat> but being invited to submit a you know a big painting that got reproduced hundreds of thousands of times got inserted in packs got sent out all over the world that's pretty cool and and really meaningful um but it was one of those opportunities that i just didn't know how to roll over into something else you know it happened i was excited i got paid it was it was really cool and then i you know didn't know where to go next and um so i feel like i've had a lot of that <clears throat> Uh, where I've had these opportunities and then I don't really know how to capitalize on those things later. And, um, 
I I also came to this. Sorry, I had a little interruption there, so I had to go away. So I lost part of my train of thought. But uh, the point that I'm trying to get to is, I feel like if I'm if I'm going to recommit myself to creating more art that has a purpose, I I feel like something has shifted over inside of me where I'm not really interested in pursuing doing somebody else's IP, which means, you know, intellectual property. Uh, not because I don't love a lot of the intellectual property that's out there. I love Marvel and DC and Star Wars and, you know, there's a lot like Ninja Turtles. There's a lot of really cool stuff out there that I really enjoy. Um, but I've, I've really, the last, I would say maybe the last two, three years at, uh, it, there seems to be a shift in the way that, uh, companies are hiring storytellers and what is being done with, uh, characters that, you know, that I love, um, both in you know, in all media, in TV, in movies, comic books, there's just this crop of writers that are, <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it without sounding uh, dismissive or petty or, um, you know, uh, or like a guy who says, who who's a critic of something and, and never having done it. I think that's my, my bigger point here is I feel like I've gotten to this place where I've become critical of things and I've, and I haven't done it myself. And that's not with everything. Obviously, you know, I've done professional work. I, I know how to paint. I know how to draw. I, I've worked for various companies so I can, I can speak on that even if, you know, for the most part, art is subjective. Um, I can speak about some of those experiences and lend my two cents to that. I can't speak to the process of writing a book or, you know, writing a comic book or anything like that. And, <clears throat> and while I can, I can certainly point out things that I don't like about that stuff. Uh, you know, if, when I come across it, it, I'm, I'm always going to feel like, uh, until I do it. Like, I'm just, uh, I don't really understand the full process of it, so I, so it's, it's a little unfair. That's what it feels like. It feels like I'm being a little bit unfair when I'm, when I'm criticizing something, having not done it myself. <clears throat> so with that in mind, and, and with the thought, you know, the idea of, of wanting to do something for myself, um, I really am, I'm committing this this coming year to producing a 22 page comic book, which should be doable. If I, you know, if I take all year to do it, it, it shouldn't even take all year. Like there's professionals that, that get 22 page books done in a month. Easy. No problem. They just, you know, I don't have the luxury of being independently wealthy <laughs> and, uh, and spending all my time doing that and not having a job that, you know, th that helps support my family. So 
I'm giving myself an entire year as a way to, and, you know, using a, a new year resolution as the marker, as the point to see whether the following year, if I, if I follow through with what I'm saying right now, now I'm really hoping that it doesn't take that long. I've got, you know, I've structured the story out. Uh, it's got a beginning, a middle and an end. Uh, you know, I can, I can talk about some of the things uh, of the story without giving away anything specific. I can say, for example, this story idea is not the first story idea that I've had. I've actually written and have had story ideas going back, I don't know, maybe six, seven years, something like that, um, where I legitimately wrote out the entire premise for this idea that I had. But I thought about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized how daunting that situation was, the, the story that I'd written, and how unreachable it was because of the structure and the premise of, of the book. It, it, would, it would have required me to do that full time, and I would have had, you know, I, I would not be getting paid to do it because it would be my own thing. So I just, it, it was unattainable. And it's always been sitting with me. You know, it's, it's something I can definitely say has been sitting in my soul this whole time where I have this desire to do this thing, but it's not reachable because I don't, I'm not independently wealthy or I don't have a job that somehow allows for, you know, that to be done while I'm working at the same time. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, I was like, well, what do I... What do I do with this feeling? I've, I've got a couple of different feelings, a couple of different outlet things that I want to do. One, I want to write a children's book. Why? Well, I have children and I like the structure of children's books and I like what a children's book, the potential as a vehicle of what it can provide, you know, to, to anybody that is, um, you know, picking up your book and reading it to, to their kid. I think there's a, a lot of power in a children's book and a lot of potential in a children's book. So there's, there's that thing that I want to do. And then there's this, you know, the, my love of comics it has been with me since I was a kid, since I, you know, first went to my first comic book store, picked up and bought my first X-Men book. Um, you know, it's, it's always been something that's there, been there with me but I've never felt like it was something for me. And that definitely changed. I mean, same way that, that being a professional artist was not something that was for me. You know, obviously that changed as well. And there's been a, a series of things that have happened in my life. I feel like have prepared me to, to get to the places that I'm at and that the, the timing you know, for good or bad, it it's exactly what it needs to be so that I can move forward with these ideas. I, you know, I spent a big chunk of my life, I feel, regretting a lot of different things and having this mentality and this attitude that, well, that's not for me. You know, 
losing weight is not for me. Working out is not for me. Being a comic book artist is not for me. Being a professional illustrator is not for me. Like all these things that were not for me. And I've been completely wrong about all those things. So, you know, at some point, you either accept the reality of your life or you continue in this delusion that these things that are possible are not possible. And that's a strange thing to think about as well, to, to come to a realization that not only do you hold yourself back, but you're holding yourself back from the truth and from reality. Like that is the craziest realization of all. It's there, it's available for you. You can take it, you know, at any time, but you know, you are the person that's telling you that it's not possible when it, everybody around you and everything around you is saying, yeah, it's completely possible. Um, there's an entry point to everything. You just got to figure out what that is. <clears throat> and I've, I finally figured out what it was for the, for the comic book. I can't, I can't add more time to my life. My life is already full with a bunch of different things. So how does one create a comic book that, that satisfies what they're thinking about and yet does not become this crazy burden that takes away from everything else around you and, you know, has the potential to be a complete failure because you don't finish it or because, you know, you do finish it and it's not good. Well, the answer to that <laughs> ended up becoming uh, creating a character, a story, and a situation that does not require uh, the story to be linear. Meaning, the character that I've created, and the background that I've given him, and the situations that he's going to be in, they don't have to be month to month, and it does not have to be linear. In fact, kind of the fun of what I've come up with is that this character, you know, one book, you'll see him in his twenties. Then another one, you'll see a story when he's in his fifties. And then you'll see another one when he's in his thirties and it'll jump back and forth. You'll see him at different times of his life. You'll see, um, and, and you know, it's the best way to describe it is this would be similar to an X-Files, if you've ever seen that show, I can't think of anything else right now that would, that would, um, that would fit into that description better, but basically X-Files was non-linear. You would go in from week to week and they would have like the monster of the week and the situation of the week. Now, X-Files did have a, a thread that was running through it that had to do with, uh, the main character Mulder had to do with his sister and what happened to her. There was another thread that had to do with what the government was hiding from not just the people, but from the FBI themselves, from other, you know, well, what were the things that were happening in the background? That thread was always running through, <clears throat> but it didn't dominate the stories. Like the stories were, one week, you know, uh, uh, Mulder and Scully are in Texas and they're dealing with an inbred, you know, crazy family. 
The next week they're dealing with a vampire, you know, over here. The next week they're dealing with some kind of sewer monster. Then the next week they, so it just, it was a monster of the week, you know, deal. And I thought, well, that's exactly what I need. I need a story where the main thread is the, the care, the main character and his background. And you're, you know, you'll find out different things about him as, as, the series goes through, but it doesn't require me to go month to month and, and to stick to this long form storytelling that they do in comics in, in general, that's, you know, that's how comic books are done where if you jump into the X-Men, you're liable to have six issues that de are, is dealing with the same bad guy or the same situation. And then when it moves on to the next you know, three or six issues, they'll still be ghosts, you know, impressions of the past thing as they're dealing with something else. But, you know, it, it yeah, it just becomes a, a much longer form type of storytelling. Uh, and, and it's, it really is a soap opera that that's what comic books are. They they're within the same type of vein. So, you know, you're dealing with long form story, you know, storylines, I, I don't have time for that. And uh, at this point, I don't have the capability of producing something like that. So I have to, you know, I have to jump in with this. And it, and it was like the perfect solution. I felt dumb in a way for not thinking of it sooner, uh, for not coming up with, you know, sooner. And, and I'll tell you right now, I'll be very honest and, and very uh, transparent. One of my favorite comic book characters and one of my favorite storylines is Hellboy. I love Mike McNoll's Hellboy. I I love the the story structure and and the way Mike McNoll will will create these anthologies and you'll see Hellboy running around from, you know, thing to thing, monster to monster. So definitely I am 100% saying it right now that that idea is definitely one that I'm borrowing slash stealing, whatever you want to call it, that that type of storytelling of not having to be linear and being able to jump around, it is a perfect vehicle for what I'm looking for and for the time that I have. Um, but that's where the similarities, you know, begin and end. You know, my character will be dealing with creatures of the week, but that's not unique to Hellboy or to the X-Files or to any other, you know, genre TV like Fringe or, you know, insert media that you are aware of that has Monsters of the Week. And that, you know, that's <clears throat> time immemorial. But, but that is the, the right format for the thing that I'm thinking about. And I think there's, there, there's so much that in my opinion, and, and this is just because I haven't come across it. That doesn't mean that I'm right about this. Like, but there's so much that has yet to be mined when it comes to monsters and creatures and myth, mythology and <clears throat> lore and legend that I want to be part of that mix. And and I want to experience what it's like to produce a book um, that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, 
you know, self-contained stories, um, and being able to, to be a part of that, to, to create something like that, to have something available for the conventions that I do. Um, I, I don't know. That's just super exciting to me. So I, I'm excited to invest in myself and, um, to move forward with this thing. And I'm excited to talk about it here <clears throat> because I feel like that will keep me accountable to this, this journey that I'm, uh, that I'm embarking on. There's a couple of other things that are cooking, some ideas. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to reach out to a couple people to see what they think. Cause I, I think the, the, this other idea that I'm having is more dependent on people's opinion than on whether I think it's a good idea or not. Sorry, I'm coughing up a storm, so I keep having to stop and start this thing. But, um, so yeah, that's, um, that is my public declaration, my New Year's resolution. I'm going to continue on my, on my fitness and weight loss journey. That is, uh, that's something that's just with me for the rest of my life. But, um, this, this investing in myself and, and, and creating, you know, a, a comic book, it's something that's been on my bucket list for a long, long time. And I'm excited to, to add that on and get it done. And also to produce more original content and, and artwork. Um, I've kind of stayed away for the last, I don't know, right, I, I believe like right after summer, I've kind of just stayed away from doing anybody else's IP um, for, ma for many reasons. You know, one of them, kind of a, a hammer had come down about, um, you know, doing anything that was a quote-unquote fan art. <clears throat> I think since from the time that that happened to now, there's probably been a, a little bit of a let up on that, but, um, right now I don't really feel any kind of need or rush to do fan art. Um, I've been really happy actually just working on anatomy and working on, on speed and, and really not second guessing my, um, uh, you know, my art, like when, when I'm when I'm building something out as I'm sketching through it. Um, a lot of that you can find on, on my YouTube page, which I actually <clears throat> finally got started and, you know, really been investing in every five days a week, Monday through Friday, I, I drop a new time-lapse video on there and I've been getting really good feedback and I've been getting subscribers, which is really exciting. Like it's been growing week to week in, uh, in a way that I, I not seen that kind of growth in any of the other social media that, that I, you know, that I'm a part of, like certainly not Twitter, Instagram's algorithm, I feel like broke a while ago. And I, you know, I maintain around the same numbers, but it's, it, I don't get the same level of response that I've been getting, you know, with YouTube, like YouTube seems to reward your, your you know, the amount of time that you, that you spent on YouTube. So the more you post on YouTube, the more it seems like they push you out and 
more people get to see your stuff. And um, because I've been consistent Monday through Friday around the same time every single day, not not exactly, but you know, generally within that the the same within this particular hour range, I I end up dropping a uh, video, <clears throat> and they get good views. You know, some some really phenomenal views, some pretty good. But um, that's that's where I've been putting a lot of my focus as well as is dropping those. If I'm doodling and drawing and sketching and working out anatomy and perspective and angles and you know i'm doing it all digitally because it's so much more convenient than than carrying paper and a pencil and the setup of all that um it's it's really cool to see you know to get rewarded for it uh, by something that something that i already do um you know that it takes me a couple of minutes to post it up and then like i said people just you know dig it so i've definitely been investing pretty heavily in that and I, I guess that's the point of this particular, po, you know, this podcast is for anybody out there who's listening, you know, to me, just, you know, meander and, and, and rant about, you know, resolutions and new year and, and getting things started. I would want to encourage you that if you got something that you've been, you know, thinking about or waiting on. And I know I've said this before, and I'm a broken record in this regard, but I, I feel like it's important because, one, who knows if there's a new person listening? Two, who knows if it's just something that you, you you didn't catch in one of my other ones, and you're hearing it now for the first time? Uh, I would want to encourage you that if you got something that you want to get started, something you're thinking about that's you know creative or or could change your life, you know, for the better, I, I say there's no better time than now. Just start. Even if you fall, start. And I would say, you know, let's say you do get into that two-month range and then you go back to your old ways. Maybe, maybe the thing that you do different this time is that you go back to your old ways for a week and then you get back on the saddle again and, and you go back to that commitment. I think commitments are important, but more important maybe is putting those commitments out there, letting other people know so that you can have accountability, which is maybe the scariest thing of all is talking about things that you're afraid you're going to fail at. But that might be the exact thing that you need to do. I know that I needed to do to kickstart it, keep it in mind. And, you know, move forward with, sorry, I keep um, having to cough. I I expect maybe by the next one or the one after, there will be zero um, need for me to cough. But right now, oh, holy smokes. So anyway, yeah, just getting back to that idea. Um, I think accountability is huge. Accountability is necessary for most people, not everyone. Because not everything is necessary for everyone. Some people are self-starters. Some people do better by themselves. You know, they're they're better off doing these things by themselves and never talking about them. There, there is that uh, type of person as well. So I don't know what kind of person you are, but <clears throat> you know you. So whatever it is that you need to 
get this thing done. That's ultimately what I'm encouraging you towards, like, figure out what it is that, that would help you the most, the thing that would be the most impactful, and, and lean into that. Because that's the thing that will be the scariest <clears throat> and also maybe be the difference, you know, between succeeding and, you know, trying it for a month and saying, well, I tried, but not for me. For my part, I'm going to not only continue to talk about uh, this character and story that I'm going to be working on, but I'm going to be posting, you know, artwork online as well. And I feel like that'll be another way to hold me accountable. And, you know, uh, I will also not do it in a, in a loan or in a vacuum. I will definitely reach out to see if I am going, you know, down the right path when it comes to story structure. You know, does it make sense? Does it sound right? Does it, you know, it, it, if I was intending to be funny in a moment, was it funny? Was it, serious was you know at, you can't do everything by committee in fact I, I know that a lot of writing is not done that way but you need certainly an editor and i think i might have one lined up actually now that i think about it but uh <clears throat> yeah you need an editor you need you know some kind of feedback to make sure that what it is that you're trying to get across actually is able to be understood and as someone who's never done it before, you know, I've never officially written a story. I've never officially written a, a comic book. Um, I imagine that there's a lot of mistakes that can be made. And, and, you know, all of them having to do with whether what it is that I'm trying to say, is it coming across clearly? If it's not, that I think that would be the biggest failure, both visually and, you know, the little, the little word bubbles that you put in your, in your book. So <clears throat> that is my um dec declaration my my public declaration about my plans for this year is to bet on myself uh to work on my own IP and um and yeah I mean to ultimately to to have it you know a physical copy of it in my hands and and to be able to uh uh, have that available at conventions and so you know we'll see we'll see but <clears throat> that was my that those were my thoughts for this podcast as i i don't have any real geek news stuff to talk about there was the only the only thing that was on my mind that was super annoying and i talked about it a little bit before was just all of the quote-unquote entertainment news sites that all feed off of each other and all continually just p pump out the same <clears throat> idea or the same story. You know, these quote-unquote spoilers, which if they're getting it from some source, okay, whatever. I, I've i now come to the conclusion that I don't really like spoilers. I, I, I thought I used to, you know, I thought I did, but uh, there's so much rampant speculation, you know, that gets thrown out there and everybody's trying to be first at everything that it's become like super annoying to you know to hear the breakdown for this movie or that these characters got it was like a ridiculous clickbait one where i i was like come on dude for real where this this uh 
<clears throat> news site put that uh, Scarlett Johansson had signed on to reprise her role as Black Widow in Captain America 4 with uh, Andrew Mackey, you know, uh, the Falcon as uh, Captain America. And I I knew, I'm like, I, th that's not true. Not even, n there's no way that that's true. So I clicked on it, read the article. Sure enough, no mention of Scarlett Johansson, no mention of Black Widow. It just regurgitated what we already know and what they told us both at San Diego Comic-Con and D23. It's, it's maddening. Like, it, it, it's tough not to get angry about stuff like that because one of the things that happens, social media is already a very divisive place to begin with. Uh, people have anonymity and they say a bunch of horrible things to other people and civility is very difficult to be found on there. But, and, and while <clears throat> social media, the audience doesn't represent the majority of the audience of the, of the movie going audience in the real world. One thing that I've seen that happens over and over again is somebody will report something false. And when it doesn't prove to be true, when the trailer comes out or when the movie comes out, people like throw their arms up in the air and they scream. They're like, oh, you know, why would they da da da? And it's like, dude, you got your information from someone that's not on the inside. They threw out a wild speculation and it didn't pan out. What do you expect? Like, why would you, well, you know, and, and really there's so many news sites that sound legit and they are absolutely not legit. In fact, there's one guy that I follow where he does get legit information and I don't agree with, I, I don't agree that he should be putting that stuff out. I think it's, that's equally detrimental when you already know thing. In fact, I'm going to stop following him actually, because he's been more right than not. and. I don't want spoilers. I want to I want to go in as fresh as possible when I watch a movie, when I'm when I'm going in for entertainment because there's in fact that's that's a problem that I even have with trailers. Is trailers a lot of the time will spoil and give away too much and I I don't want that. I want a little synopsis that I can read, then I want some cool images and then that's it. I don't want any story uh, telling to be spoiled, any storyline to be spoiled, any secret characters to be revealed. I don't need any of that. I'd rather just watch it on the big screen when I go. And it already, it's like way tougher for me to go to the movies to, because like I said, at the very beginning of this, like the, the, this crop of storytelling that is happening is, is a tough, <clears throat> you know, it's a tough thing to sit through. Um, I don't want to be preached at. I don't want to be, you know, explained this or that and i don't want to be represented and i don't want to be like i don't want any of that stuff so it, it's already like am i gonna go am i not gonna go like is this for me am i gonna you know is it gonna be upsetting or is it gonna be entertaining or like it, it's already tough to know and you know on top of that uh, people spoiling stuff online like the people that do get the real information and then everybody else wildly speculating is like Ugh. it it's ah, it's gross so yeah i i um i i don't uh, appreciate it and um on the one hand i don't follow any of those people i follow that one guy but i don't follow everybody else they just pop up on my, on my feed because i happen to react and and to tweet a lot about entertainment news stuff anyway 
dear listener. I'm going to let you go now because my cough is awful. I think I need to go drink some water or something or just stop talking for a while. So I will see you on the other side, 2023. I hope that your new year is awesome. Whatever you decide to do with you and your family, you and your loved ones, you and your friends, stay safe out there. Uh, have a fantastic time. Uh, you know, I hope your celebration of, of, of the beginning of the new year is great and your resolutions and your commitments that, you know, that you stick to them and that you tell somebody about them. And for my part, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being on this ride. I love you guys so much. Really appreciate uh, that you've helped this thing to grow and to, and you know, to live. <laughs> like I didn't know if I was going to do it after Kenny and, and uh, I'm really, really glad that I made the decision to stick with it and that I've, you know, been able to, to do this as part of a, almost like therapy for me. Like being able to talk every, uh, you know, every week and, and, and just get my thoughts out. So, <laughs> so, uh, with all that, like I said, stay safe, uh, have a fantastic end of 2022 onward and upward with 2023. I love you guys. Take your vitamins, drink your water, eat your vegetables. I will talk to you on the other side. Bye.